Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Ade. And this is Black Ticulate. Black Ticulate. Black Ticulate. A podcast series that gives voice to positive black action, no matter how big or small. Guys, welcome to another episode of Black Titulate. Now, if you don't know what this podcast is about, I can't help you. <laughs> but if you do, then welcome and share the love as always. So in front of me, as always, we have amazing, amazing, talented black millennials doing positive things. And today's no different. In front of me, we have Senna. Now, Senna, I want you to pretty much tell my listeners who you are, what you do, and hey, we'll roll from there. Okay. Um, yeah, as Ade said, um, my name's Senna. I am one half of Morts and More. Um, we are a tailoring design company. We currently specialize in suits and shirts, overcoats, and a few accessories. And um, as a company, we've been running for almost seven years. And Sorry, um, let me repeat that. Sorry. Yeah, we've no been worries. in the industry <laughs> almost seven years, but as this company, we've been running for almost four years now. Um, and yeah, we are looking, we're in the process of really growing a brand and just going through some really exciting times. And yeah. Okay. Well, as I always do, I want to almost bring it back to how you came to be. Okay. Like your upbringing, because I know you're Ghanaian, right? Yes. Yes. So. And just speaking to you earlier, you obviously from deep south, southeast, Streatham. I'm southwest. Southwest, yeah, my bad. Streatham's, <laughs> Streatham's just like right on the edge of the southwest <laughs> and southeast border. I but can't yeah, you're claiming it southwest. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, um, yeah so how does a, a brother from yeah. southwest um, become, I guess, one half of Morts and More? Um, just aspiration, really. Um, you know, I went to university. I went to university in Leicester. I went to De Montfort University, um, studied multimedia computing. I kind of came out of university knowing that that wasn't really the path I was going to go down. So I got into sales and through sales, I was wearing suits every day, but not happy with the suits that we was, um, I was buying, you know. I was buying from Burton's and right. I was never happy with the fit. So I was going back and getting them to adjust it. So, so much so I've got a gold card. I've still got the gold card because <laughs> I used to start getting free alterations. Um, okay. So then we came to a point where we actually 
um, especially one of our previous business partners met a traveling tailor and then we came up with the idea that you know we could do this we can do it better we can do it with more style more customer service and from there the company the initial company which was called my tailor suit okay. was born um, that was 2008 um, and then more more came into formation in 2011 and yeah we've just been growing and just learning the learning what goes into a great suit what clients look for uh, what's best for different situations learning the game and just yeah growing so I mean the way I see it is that you were angry you annoyed that you couldn't buy yeah. personally yeah because we couldn't Good afford several row, we yeah. couldn't afford the great suits. The you know the name brand ones were just overpriced for no reason because they were same fits, just a bit better than Burton's and so forth. But there was nothing special. And several row, you're looking at you know a few grand. So we were just like, let's change this game. Let's let's disrupt this game and do something for ourselves. Yeah. Have you always have you always seen yourself to be quite a disruptive character like growing up? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I was probably more... I was a bit more of a conformatist, but at the same time, I never liked to felt like I was being led. I always... Or that I was following. I always wanted to forge my own path. Right. So even when I got into sales, my initial thoughts were, all right, I'm getting into sales for two years, build enough money and start my own company. I always oh, wanted you always, to do that. You always knew you were going to do that. I always knew I wanted to. I just didn't know what I wanted to right. do. It took a few more years than two years. And, yeah, you know, as you as you are, when you start making money, you don't keep it. It's when you, you know, when it first gets into your hands, you're like, oh, my gosh, I've never had this much money before. Right. It doesn't stay very long. So all those plans of st- saving up all that money didn't really go where it wanted to. But then as soon as the business came around, that's where all of my funds and efforts started to, to go towards... Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was an interesting time. So would you say your mindset and your discipline was, I mean, for me, one of the, one of the beauties of this Black Ticulate really and truly is just mm-hmm. almost to find and understand the processes. How can my listeners who be listening to you mm-hmm. say, I don't want them to say, oh, it's all good and true for Senna. You know, Senna is yeah. unique out there. You know, he's just, he's lucky. No. Um, you know, I almost want you to give us, if you can, gems like, what was it that you did and what are you doing yeah. you know, to continue this success that you are having? And again, yeah, so like you said, there's definitely no luck. There's definitely, when we got into this, there was no skill. There was, you know, none of us grew up as designers or wanting to be in fashion. Um, it was just something that came about through a love of business and a love of looking good. Um, mm. You know, even that developed more and more as the company came about. and. You know, our success is just based on we listen to our clients. We put our clients first. Um, so we're all about customer service. We're all about what do our clients actually want and then learning the game as well. We've had to take time to learn what goes into a good suit, um, you know, what elements will work in different environments because you've also got to know a suit that works in the office isn't necessarily definitely not the same suit that you want to wear for a wedding Um, and understanding this and then through years of just kind of watching what clients are buying and learning patterns and things like that have helped us understand because we we had no knowledge of this beforehand um, and yet each and every year, each and every day, we grow, we learn new things. So it's definitely not something where I can say this is unique 
to us. We're yeah. the only ones who can do this. But at the same time, we're the only ones who can do it our way. So there's other companies out there doing it, but nobody's going to do it like us. So we don't actually even look at the competition in that way to okay. feel afraid of them because they're like, no matter what they're doing, we do it in our way. If, if you feel we're the same as another company, um, it's because you're not valuing what we do. You're only looking at the price, you're looking at the actual, you know, the results, but not the process. Because our process is different from everybody else. Interesting, interesting. So, I mean, I don't want this to be almost a propaganda for I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, yeah. But I do want to know, how do you differentiate yourself? Um, like I said, it's, it's all about the customer service. It's the, uh, the quality, it's the level of options that we give people. We allow people to really come in and create something that's in their mind. So a lot of other companies, you can go in and very think, a lot of the stuff is very standardized. Right. You can only pick and choose a few different things. Whereas you come into us, you could bring us a picture and we'll be like, all right, we'll recreate that picture exactly, but tell us what you want different. So, you know, you could tell us, you, you want to raise the lapel by half an inch. You want to increase it by two inches. Uh, you know, you want black trimming. You There's so many yeah. different things, okay. wooden, but all of the different things that we can make, essentially every single suit, is different okay well it's not easy is it it's not easy at all so what are your challenges and would you say it was because you're black that you face these challenges in the marketplace or yeah. I, I would say that's definitely a good part of it because okay. um, one of our challenges at the moment is diversifying our market um, because you know especially when we started we was making for friends, friends of friends, and then, you know, word of mouth. And so all of that culminates into a very black audience. Yeah. Uh, because both of us, myself and Josh, were both black. We're both from South London. Um, even though, yeah, we're professionals, you know, we we weren't able to get into the outer reaches and get, you know, the whites, the Asians and so forth as clients. But through networking and so forth, we've managed to get some of those clients in. However, a big uh, percentage of our client base is still black market um, now obviously we still love our black people yeah. we're, we're happy to always provide for them we're not trying to be like we don't want black clients but at the same time that shouldn't just because we're black it shouldn't stop us from being able to serve you know service white people as well um, and while that's happening slowly we feel like there may be a kind of um, you know, oh, these guys are black, they're a bit different, they're a bit more urban and so forth. Are you um, getting, you're getting those, um, you're getting those comments actually. Do you know back. what? Not, we're you... not getting them, but we're sure they're there. Okay. But at the same time, we are still of the vein where if, you know, if you don't want to buy from us because we're black, you're not a client anyway. Yeah. But at the same time, we just want to, we want the chance to be in front of these people. And when they can see that we can help them, we know that we'll, will gain them as clients and you know don't get me wrong we have clients we have white clients who are you know young younger than us you know in their 20s and we've got white clients as well who are in their 60s and 70s who come to us because they see the quality but we just need to be able to get in front of them more so um, and for us the main challenge in that is just how to get in front of them so yeah what, you know, are, what are you asking yourself in terms of how to get in front of them um, it's just being able, you know, being in the right places, finding out where they look at things. So, you know, whether it be in magazines, whether it be, you know, um, email marketing, if we have to do, you know, 
some sort of campaign in um, Canary Wharf or Liverpool Street okay. where they're all going through, then so be it. But it's just making sure that we're in front of them. So right now through word of mouth, we get a lot of our clients, but that's where obviously the circle remains smaller than we want it to be. But we've been successful through without having to pay for any marketing so far. Yeah, so everything's been organic through word of mouth, through social media, YouTube, all of those things there. That, I mean, that almost seems like the best form of growth, you know. 100%. In, you don't want to scale too quickly because mm -hmm. resources-wise, you might not be able to yeah. actually cope. Yeah. But, um, but still, it's a good problem to have. Though. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> like it's a great problem yeah. to have. But yeah, <laughs> um, you know, summers are like that. Um, you know, that's when everybody, we have a lot of wedding clients and things yeah. of that nature. Um, but then we also, we don't, only want the wedding clients we want the corporate clients and those are the year the people who buy throughout the year um and so it's it's more i think it's more of a i don't yeah it's not necessarily a cultural or a, a race problem it's just getting into the right markets mm. so i want to actually talk about something we spoke about quite just a, yes, just literally please. earlier on okay. uh, Seda, and it was to do with the way we articulate yeah. specifically the way we sound, because I remember I was telling you the story about how I had this girl who didn't know what I looked like mm -hmm. enter a room, and the moment she saw me, she froze in a sense and went, "Uh, you sound white." Yeah. Right. And um, God, yeah. And she was black herself. Of course. But you also face that, particularly the fact that your industry is quite middle class white. It is an old boys club. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you said you grew out of your accent. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you want to talk to me about yeah. this? Especially so, from growing up to how you sound now. Yeah, so essentially as I was saying, we, um, you know, I grew up in South London, uh, very much a South London boy. Um, and until I got into the professional environment, you could 100% tell I was from South London. But for me, I had to grow and in order to be in the su successful in the markets that I used to work in, because I used to sell um, into oil and gas companies, okay. um, finance companies um, at one point as well. And these are dealing with, you know, C-level, you know, CEOs, COOs, CFOs, um, managing directors and things like that. So I had to be able to talk to them. If you pick up the phone, sounding like you're from South London, these guys aren't gonna take you seriously, especially when you're telling them you can help them grow their business yeah. through whichever, whatever I was working on at that time. That in itself is a problem. Exactly. But, okay. Continue. So I had, to, I had to be able to develop a professional tone of voice. Um, and then obviously when you're in that environment five days a week for sometimes 10 hours a day, you know, it becomes just a standard. So it, it goes from, you know, putting it on to just being how you are. And then, you know, I would obviously go back down to South London, I'm chilling with my boys, and then my South London self would come out. Um, but then it got to a point where it just completely reversed. So I will talk like this normally to everybody, but then when I'm around my guys, I talk differently. So for people who don't know me in that environment, I, I remember I actually had um, I was working for um, a finance job board. Um, oh, this must this, this is a while now. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, damn, it's been a while. So it must have been about seven years ago or so. Um, and I had been working with them maybe for five, six months now. And then we was late. One evening we were just having drinks and whatnot. And then um, one of my friends called me 
And I picked up the phone, I was like, oh yeah, what's going on fam? Blah, 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 blah. And then I got off the phone and it's all looking at me. Just like, what the hell was that? <laughs> they was just like, you completely switched. I was just like, oh really? And that's when it dawned on me that I don't actually talk like that normally anymore. Mm. But it's an automatic thing when I'm talking to certain people. Um, Cause you're and, saying that, yeah, I mean, you'd obviously just the example you give, when you're with your friends, you, mm. you know, the straight and the South London comes yeah. out. But you're also saying with your colleagues and even your family or yeah. clients, you sound like this, I assume. Yes, exactly. So at that point, I realized there was basically. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Three different ways I spoke. Mm. So one to my friends, which was very, you know, blase South London way. To my colleagues, it would be a bit in between where, you know, you can have the jokes, you can be the, all right, mate, what's going on type of thing. Yeah. But then when, with your client, when you're talking to clients, it's very professional. So you kind of have to switch in between all three. Um, now I've probably got just the two where I've got the professional and then, you know, just to my friends um, and yeah but I find that sometimes even speaking with my friends I feel like I'm putting it on a touch really not that I am but I'm just like oh. if I feel like if I don't speak like that I've kind of lost my identity a bit right because that's how naturally I grew up that's how I am but at the same time you know it's like I guess it's like if you go to America, you live in America for a few years, you're going to develop an American accent, most people anyway. Right. And then, you know, you come back to the UK, you'd probably still want to speak, you know, uh, with your British accent. Yeah. But it's, you know, otherwise you don't really feel authentic. You're kind of a bit in between both. Yeah, I think like we always, uh, the way we sound is subconscious. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But when you're conscious of the way you sound in order to actually change your perception, yes. I isn't that... To me, that feels a, like a problem. Yeah, so I don't... When and, I'm speaking with friends, yeah. I don't put it on intentionally, but then there will be times where I'm just like, oh, right, I don't actually... I don't say that all the time. Mm. And that's when I become conscious of it. But I don't generally, like, see my friend and be like, all right, switch accent time. Mm. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. It, just, it just happens. Hey, guys. 
Before we return to the episode, I just wanted to say I appreciate you listening. And if you'd like to get involved, then please visit www.blackticulate.com for more information. Now let's get back to the episode. It's like, um, what is it? I was in, I don't use the N-word at all, yeah. right? And I know we spoke about this earlier on, but I was mm-hmm. with um, a friend's friend and I know him and he's one of those guys that I would chill with, you know, mm-hmm. if we were waiting on our mutual friend, but I'm not someone who's going to call him up and say, hey, let's go out for a drink. Yeah. And he's like, he's mixed, but not black mix. He's like okay. got Asian in him and something else. And he uses the N-word like it's nothing. Yeah. Now, I don't know him like that for him to be using the N-word. Mm-hmm. And it got it got me thinking, have I used it in front of him for him to think it's okay? And I know I don't use it. So yeah. I was in that I was in that bind whether I tell him about himself and say you can't be using that N-word in front yeah. of me or just shut up. And unfortunately I sh- I just shut up and just let him use it, which which is annoying to me because you we know, had a similar situation yeah, recently where happened? it was um we met a guy when we was out at an event. And he was just like, mine, my N-word. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, what the hell? And he kept saying it. And was I was he just white? like, was so this black? is part of the story. This is okay. where, yeah, so me. we were just like, why is this white guy? Like, first of all, we were just like, all right, this is a bit much. And then he did explain to us, oh, either his mum or his dad is black. So he's like, oh, I'm just as black as you, if not blacker. And, but, in our head, we were just like, but why, why does that, then mean you have to use that yeah. like is that for for me in particular and I was with Joshua at the time um, for us we were just like that really means that you you feel like you have to force it you have to try and let us know you're black you don't have to do that in order to prove you're black yeah. um, you know I don't go around people who are in South London in my suit and then make them feel like I'm from South London by saying the n-word I don't have to do that because I know in myself. Fair enough, I look black, so I'm... By that nature, you're yeah, black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I don't feel like I have to relate to you by saying that. You know, people say it... Not, I think a lot less people say it as as much. Right. Um, you know, if I say it, I'm very conscious that I've said it, and it's on purpose, but it would be in a jokey manner. It wouldn't be every everyday context, yeah. and it wouldn't be, like, in a derogatory way. Um, but it's something that I would probably would come out of my mouth once a month if it ever that yeah. and it's just in a jokey way but I try and limit it because it's, there's no when you get down to the essence of it there's no real way of um, of making excuses of using that word no I don't think so and that's yeah. why I admit it totally from mm-hmm. my vocab now I want to get us back here because we're not attached yeah. to it but for those who are listening how what advice would you give? I mean, like, what advice would you almost give? Have you got younger siblings, even though your younger self, 10 years back, or anyone mm. just younger, in order for them to sort of emulate the successes you've got so far? Are there any tangible action points um, through your, you know, your learnings? Yeah, I think, you know, the, it's, it's very interesting, actually. Very, very interesting. Just happened today. Okay. I bumped into so basically uh, myself and Joshua. We did a talk at um, my church about six months ago or so, or maybe even more than that. I oh, know it was been about six months ago, and we just talk about business and whatnot. It was to the youth group there, Amazing. and I was at the train station this morning, 
on the way here, literally an hour ago, and a girl stopped me. She was just like, "Ah, oh, um, you gave a chat, you gave a talk at Ruac, and I was there, one of the youth, and she was just like, "Ah, oh, I wanted to talk to you because I've got a business and I've kind of, you know, been." a bit scared about it, it's a bit big, she's not sure how to start. And so I ended up speaking with her for about 20 minutes on the way in and just giving her advice and, you know. What did you say um, to her? So, Amazing. yeah, it's crazy, the fact that you just asked me that even. It was just literally about how to go about business and she was just like, yeah, she's scared. And she was like, other than time, you know, it's mainly herself that's stopping her doing the business. I was just like, well, you know what, if if it doesn't scare you, it's not big enough. Okay. If you're not, if you don't feel like this is a task ahead of you, you're thinking too small. Um, and at the same time, don't let anybody who doesn't understand your goals and your vision stop you from doing it. As long as you can actually see there's a tangible product that people actually want it and that it actually works as a business, there's a, a profit margin there of at least some sort um, that makes it worth your time then you know find a way to do it and it's all about learning from people who are in the industry as well right. so find contacts luckily i think i've actually got somebody who i can put in contact with so i gave him my card said email me um i'm going to put you in touch with this person who works in the same industry and can see if they can help you um and yeah it's just really about contacts it's about one thing we've learned over the way along the way is never really be afraid to ask for help um speak to people who you think could help you even somebody who you think may be a competitor if you're small in the game and if that person really isn't isn't afraid if they're comfortable in themselves and they're secure in their position they'll help you they won't give you the secrets for how they were successful but they'll help you they'll give you tidbits they'll give you you know roadmaps to help you avoid pitfalls that they've maybe gone through or they've seen happen um, and think that's very important um, for you to be able to be successful. Don't try and do everything yourself. It's funny when you say that, that some people, if they're not insecure in a position, would happily give help, mm -hmm. but they won't necessarily give those, like, you know, secret sauce, yeah. for whatever better word. But even if I know many podcasts, mm -hmm. in fact, that are pretty much about, you know, getting self-made multimillionaires, billionaires, yeah. and same exact step-by-step -step actions to how they did it. Yeah. And they're giving this content away for free. And what they often what what they often find, right, is they say, even if I give you everything, mm -hmm. right, 95% of people, in fact, let's make it a 98% of people won't do it. Yeah, agreed. And even those two percent who do exactly those steps, the fact is it still wouldn't be the same. Because A, they're not me, yeah. and B, just circumstance and environment plays a 100%, factor. 100%, but so, people don't realise yeah. this. So see, having that secret sauce to yourself still is a bit, yeah. ah, to me, it's like, just yeah. give it. Just I give mean, it. when I say even secret sauce step by step, for example, if someone came to us and they're like, oh, they wanted to start a tailoring business, I'm not going to give them the contact details for my tailor. Okay. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not going to give you myself to replicate. That's just not going to happen. I'll give you bits. I'll be like, all right, this is what we did. This, But I'm not going to give you all of my contacts out here. Speak to this person. They'll make you this suit. Speak to this person. They'll give you design software. Yeah. Um, like, no, I mean, things like that, possibly. Because it's intellectual yeah, yeah. property, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You know. but, um, but in terms of a roadmap of challenges we've had and how we went about things, happy to talk because, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. We're comfortable in ourselves. You can't be us. 
simple as like when we do things like our YouTube videos, you know, we've actually seen very similar formats pop up, but and we we actually appreciate it. Um, just one yesterday we was looking at it, it was just like, wow, they've like looked at us and just recreated it their own way or recreated it for themselves. Yeah. But we're just like that at least lets us know that people value and see that what we're doing is working. Um, and we're happy for it but at the same time we know that they can't be us yeah of course they're, they're doing it in a different market but you know and we've got somebody else who's doing it in the same market as us but at the same time we're like they it, they just can't be us no matter what they do they could do the exact same videos talk about the exact same content but they're not us yeah 100%. so we just and that's why we would never copy what other people are doing themselves yeah I mean okay amazing so I guess I'm gonna have to wrap it up because we're hitting that mark yeah so uh-huh. I wanna ask a question like you said don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. In fact, you love giving help. And yeah. do you ask for help? Um, probably not enough. Okay, why even though that? Even though it's advice to give out. But um, because sometimes you just don't come in front of the right people to, to, to feel like, okay, how can I help? I think even sometimes being in front of clients when they, and it's a key thing one of my sales bosses taught me a year ago, the best way to increase sales is actually it's a very simple question when you have a client is ask them do you know anybody else who will be interested and that's probably something I need to ask more clients Mm. Um, so yeah I think for us the most help is really just people talking about us telling people about us Um, like I was mentioning before the best way the best form of advertising or referrals is word of mouth yeah, so by somebody saying I know these guys they're great you know no matter how much we scream and shout about ourselves and do marketing campaigns and you know do friggin pyrotechnics and all sorts until somebody says I know these guys and they're great and it's a trusted referral people are, aren't likely to listen to you so, so for my listeners you just want them to obviously spread the word. Just spread the words. Ideally, yeah. come down, come for a little fitting, or just come for the experience of multiple. Yeah, exactly. As we say, because for us as well, we we don't see it as just a suit that we sell. We actually sell, say, it's a more some more experience. So people who come into environment actually just really enjoy it. You know, they enjoy coming into the members club, sitting down, having a drink, talking, and just working out you know what works for them and how we can help them and our clients really enjoy that we always have people walking away saying i love it it's been an experience and for us that's what we want people to understand more it's not just a suit we are here to help we're here to give advice we're here to even point you in direction of places that we that we don't get anything from but for us if you walk away happy that's us happy yeah happy yeah and is that your measure of success what what a success to you personally and, yeah. I, and I don't mean it as more to more I mean personally for said or more to yeah um, for me success is really people just having good things to say people walking away feeling good um, you know when it comes down to it where you know we're willing to completely drop profits not that it ever happens for somebody to walk away and be like okay I feel like these guys just did me great and that's in life in any way shape or form you know um i serve at my church i'm a peacekeeper and it's because you know i just enjoy helping people i i enjoy making sure that everything runs smoothly and that people walk away and they're like cool i've had a good time um i like to give back 
where I can. So, um, yeah. Well, I think it's fair to say then, Senna. I've had a great time. I'm not sure Good. about you. Cool. Um, and you haven't even had the full experience. <laughs> yeah, I haven't yeah. even had the full experience, but I certainly will do. Now, Senna, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yes. Yeah, it's been um, good. Guys, if you want to get in touch with Senna, how can they? Um, so, yeah, they can, obviously, they can find us on... Um, on social media so we're on instagram as morts and more all one word so that's m-o-r-t-s-a-n-d-m-o-r-e um that's morts and more uh you can find us on linkedin uh, again um twitter and then myself as well you can find me as senna underscore morts um and that's on most social media platforms too amazing well once again, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Black Ticulate. I think you can join me to say that that was an inspiring and amazing interview. Thank you. And Senna, nothing but up and up. Yes, yeah, same really. for you. I love what you're doing. Appreciate it. Once again, guys, thanks for listening. Take care. I want to personally thank Giuliano Ozella, our sound editor. And I want to thank you guys for listening. For more episodes and how you can get involved, please visit www.blackticulate.com and also follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. This has been another episode of Black Ticulate, Black Stories, Positive Action. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.